What's going on, good people, and welcome to Live by the Three, a Raptors podcast with your boy Curly. Big thank you to listeners new and old for tuning in. You can catch me on the Instagram page for Raptors content and podcast related news at Live by the Period Number Three, and I'm live on Twitter at Live by the Zero Three. Shoot me a tweet or a DM. Wow, what a game! If you would have told me that I was expecting another overtime game to finish off the preseason with the Celtics and Raptors once again, I would have said you were a liar. But that's exactly what happened, and I think over the last few years we should know by now, or at least I should know by now, that whenever the Celtics-Raptors get together, it's going to be a competitive game, there's going to be fireworks, there's going to be drama, and we certainly saw that tonight, especially... With a Jason Tatum ejection in preseason, I've I don't recall the last time I've ever seen a player get ejected during preseason, but that's what happens when the Raptors Celtics get together in Montreal at the Bell Center. They definitely brought the energy and the vibe tonight. More Celtics jerseys than I would have imagined, but it definitely felt like a home game. So this Canada series that they had in Edmonton and in Montreal, it was well done. The Raptors are clearly beloved across not only Canada, but around the world, especially with all those listening in Europe and in Asia. I appreciate every single one of you for showing love and support to the podcast. But the Raptors organization has done such a great job with this brand and just creating a team that you can definitely get behind and love and appreciate. And Hats off to Bobby and Masai for spearheading this Raptors movement. But focusing on the game itself, it was without some notable players. Gary Trent Jr. was was out nursing a minor injury. Pascal was out with rest. Otto still nursing his hamstring. Uh, Boucher was out. He didn't travel with the team. It was non-COVID related. Malachi Flynn was out. So it left us with the rotation of Fred Van Vliet, OG, Scotty Barnes, Cam Birch, and Precious Achua to start. And no surprise, the Raptors were playing like they were shot out of the cannon. The tempo was fast, frantic at times, and the Celtics were hitting threes. I think at one point, Derek White had five threes in a row without missing any, and As great as the Raptors' defense was for most of the night, obviously the Achilles heel for this defense is the corner three, and that's where Derek White did most of his damage. But in this game in particular, you can tell that the Raptors desperately need some outside shooting. Even though the Raptors' bully ball tonight being led by OG and Scotty Barnes and Precious Achua, even though they found success with that, they were exchanging threes for twos. And they were able to get away with it tonight. But in an 82-game season, it's going to be interesting to see how long and how often that will be a recipe for success. And tonight, we obviously miss Gary Trent's shooting. Pascal is developing into a more reliable shooter, especially in the mid-range, though we haven't seen much of it. And... He's taking more catch-and-shoot opportunities from three. They, We were missing those options. So when the season starts, obviously, and hopefully at full strength, that this won't be an issue. But I still feel that it needs to be addressed. But either way, the bully ball 
was working early and often. The Celtics eventually cooled down. The Raptors were able to run away with it in the second half. The Celtics starters stayed on a lot longer than I would have anticipated, especially in the final preseason game. It wasn't until an injury to Marcus Smart slipping on a very slippery floor. A few players had that issue around the same area. I don't know if there was some ice left underneath the hardwood, but players were slipping often. And it wasn't until that injury to Marcus Smart that they finally pulled their starters and played their bench players. And they got hot again towards the end of the game ultimately forcing overtime and at that point the Raptors just imposed their will bully ball taking over being led by Precious Achua and Delano Banton who continues his stellar play and the Raptors came away with the victory 137 to 134 in overtime a great way to finish the preseason we didn't get to see a lot of the back end players I'm talking about Gabe Brown, Ron Harper Jr., DJ Wilson. We did get to see some of the players that have been a little bit more consistent this preseason, especially with their opportunities. With the small exception of Juancho Hernan Gomez, who is having an issue with fitting in, but I think with the early injuries to Otto Porter Jr. and Chris Boucher and Nick Nurse confirmed this, that he is going to have a lot of opportunity. But from what I'm hearing on social media, that Wancho is being brought up in conversation with other players. So seems to be a great fit for the team, seems to be a great teammate. And that is obviously working in his favor. From what we saw tonight, Kirshen Coloco got some steady minutes. Same with Justin Champagne, which was very refreshing to see. Kind of gives you an idea of what this rotation might be like. But... There's still some time for it to be tweaked. Let's focus on the starters tonight, starting with Fred Van Vliet. Was not locked in as he usually would be from the perimeter, but he was great off the dribble, getting to the basket, getting to the rim in transition, pulling up for mid-ranges, creating free throw opportunities, and looking for the open man. He did his thing as a point guard. Cam Birch. Didn't have a great game offensively, but defensively, he was challenging shots, changing shots, competing on the defensive side of the ball. He was hustling all over the place. There was a play where he ran down the floor to block a shot, and then he ran all the way back to create a free throw opportunity. He was all over the place. Precious Sachua wasn't very good from the field but he did generate a lot of opportunities in the paint getting him to the free throw line and it's just unfair how he just bodies defenders with absolute ease with the exception of Marcus Smart like there was a move where he would do his spin into the paint and he's bouncing off of the defender he did that to marcus smart and marcus smart did not budge like he was an absolute <laughs> he's an absolute tank and i had no idea that he was strong i knew he was strong but taking that bump that would normally create space for precious it was not happening against marcus smart but the bully ball was effective 10 for 13 from the free throw line didn't hit a three but he took seven Love the confidence that he's playing with. 
especially in the open court he has the ultimate green light my only thing is again is a little bit more control in transition i know i've been preaching it and i'm going to preach it until it happens he needs to slow it down there were some opportunities where he could have found freddie open for a three but he insisted on overpowering his defender but he's creating free throw opportunities so you gotta take the good with the bad especially if he's creating those opportunities scotty barnes everybody can take a deep breath and relax it was said earlier in the week that he was dealing with an ankle injury going into training camp and it makes a lot of sense as to why he was struggling in the earlier part of the preseason he just did not look himself but tonight he put all that to rest he was taking shots some of it was forced but i love the aggression bullying people in transition bullying people off the dribble stepping into threes stepping into mid-range jump shots getting to the free throw line while playmaking doing what scotty barnes does best i'm certainly not surprised by this he definitely looked himself tonight look like the player that we expect him to be he finished the night with 25 points i have no doubt that he's going to be ready at the start of the season but the night belonged to og ananobi who played arguably one of the best games in his career and i have ever seen he was assertive he just got to his spots and the celtics virtually had no answer i've said it before i've tweeted this that when og has his mind made up especially on the dribble handoff, he is almost unstoppable. And it's been well documented that I'm not his biggest fan, but I will always give credit where credit is due. And I think for me, the frustrating thing is that we know that OG is capable of doing this. And obviously he had the ultimate green light with some of the guys that would be taking some possessions away in Gary Trent Jr. and Pascal Siakam, especially from OG. But if he can step up like this when needed, I'm pretty sure the Raptors are going to win more games than none. But he got to his spots. He was hitting shots. He was taking shots with confidence. He was taking defenders off the dribble handoff, getting to the paint, creating free throw opportunities, finishing at the rim, playing through contact. He virtually did it all. Went four for five from three. Two for four from the free throw line, but 13 for 21 for the game, finishing with 32 points. The one thing with most players, but most notably with OG, when he comes out hot like that, there is going to be a tapering off period, but did not take away from what he has done on the defensive side of the ball. He was literally hustling all over the place. There was a possession where there was a late rotation. There was a double team at the top of the three, and it left... A corner three open and OG made it from the top of the key to the corner for a block shot it was tremendous hustle he was out there hunting tonight and I think for me the biggest challenge for OG is obviously he's not gonna get all these opportunities when the team is healthy but if he can be as assertive as he was tonight when those opportunities present him present themselves with a healthy lineup and being the connector piece for this team we're gonna be hard to beat there's no question about it and if he continues to play like this 
with the development of Scotty Barnes and the, the superstar status that we expect him to be at, Gary Trent doing his thing, showing an expansion of his game, uh, especially during the preseason, Pascal looking to be a top five player, and Freddie doing what Freddie does best, and that is to be an ultimate competitor. We are going to be a pest. We're we are a force to reckon with in the East, and we saw all of that tonight, and we saw a lot of it during the preseason. And I'm excited for a tip off against the Cavaliers on Wednesday night. But let's focus on the role players. Thaddeus Young, I believe, played the most minutes that he did in the preseason for obvious reasons, without many players in the lineup. But he did his thing defensively grabbing rebounds, creating opportunities in transition and in the half court. Juancho Hernan Gomez, good for 1-3 a game. He definitely did that tonight, but he was aggressive on, on the glass, he grabbed seven rebounds. I know a lot of people aren't very high on him right now, and they're very curious as to why he's getting all this opportunity, but I think it's his to lose. Give him an opportunity. Obviously, you gave him guaranteed money for a reason. We just need him to be a little bit more aggressive and more consistent with his shots. Still needs to improve defensively, but tonight it wasn't terrible. Definitely love his energy, and if he could bring that energy and effort every single night, I don't see why he can't get rotation minutes. Christian Coloco, the best I've seen him. Quick feet tonight, engaged defensively, engaged offensively. He had a couple nice dunks tonight he there was one possession where he got the steal ran the ball down and finished in the open floor that caused the Raptors bench to celebrate and the refs took that as an opportunity as the Raptors were celebrating on the sidelines to impose the bench decorum rule where they had players on the floor during the possession but nobody was there so it was a very unnecessary technical but it is something that the NBA did say that they're going to crack down on. I didn't like it. I think it takes away from the whole fun and vibe of the game. If there's players on that side of the floor, I definitely understand as to why you would enforce it. But a celebration of a teammate for doing something good, I think is absolutely ridiculous. But was he was finishing around the rim, had some nice rim run opportunities. That's a great game from him. There's no other way to describe it. Just a great game from him. And I think, if anything, after tonight, I can definitely see him getting some serious run if he continues to play like this. And especially if he's blocking shots with his elbow. Like, there was a possession where I believe it was Grant Williams. He blocked a shot with his elbow. He, he's just, he just takes up so much room. And it's something that the Raptors have lacked for quite some time. Just a great game from him. Justin Champagny. Very happy to see him on the floor tonight. You just really feel for the kid that he's had to battle through injuries, but he was on the floor. He was engaged defensively. It didn't matter who he had to guard. He was making their life a living hell. He was really digging into Jalen Brown tonight. He had a nice up and under finish at the rim, creating uh, opportunities for him to get fouled and get to the free throw line where he went three for four. He looked like the champagne that we've grown to love. And he, of course, his bread and butter being engaged on, on the defensive and offensive glass, finishing with six boards. Love to see it. Definitely hope he can be 
one of the guys to secure a roster spot. Delano Banton didn't have a great night shooting wise, but was taking shots, getting to the free throw line where he went five for five, taking threes with confidence. The shot looks good, looks clean. He was taking shots off the dribble in the mid range, reading the defense, taking his time, getting to the rim, engaged defensively. What more can we say? We've been talking about it ever since the preseason started. In my humble opinion, a guaranteed lock to make this squad. Josh Jackson played a much better game tonight as in comparison to the last two games. Definitely not like the first two that he's played, but he was engaged defensively. He got to the rim a couple times, creating free throw opportunities. My only gripe is free throw mechanics. He has, he's basically doing a split at the line. Definitely throws off his balance and mechanics from my humble point of view. And his shot has very little arc on it. It looks more like a dart, similar to a very bad version of uh, Rip Hamilton and his bullet-like jump shot that he had back in the day. But engaged defensively, not a terrible game from him. Jeff Dowden didn't play a ton tonight, but as usual, when he does, hits timely buckets, knows when to slow the game down and speed it up. He, We, we talk about Steady Freddy while well, he's Steady Jeff. I know it doesn't rhyme, but there's a calmness to his game and a craftiness that I enjoy. I would love for him to make the team, as I mentioned in the previous episode, but it's going to be tough. My heart is set on Banton and Champagne, but Jeff Downen has definitely made a very strong case for consideration. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what he, to see how it plays out for him. But from what I've seen, if he maintains this level of play, he will have a stellar NBA career. If he's not as a starter, definitely as a role player. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you all for tuning in. I've enjoyed this reaction podcast. They've been fun and entertaining, and I pray that it was fun and entertaining for you as well. I do believe that this will be the blueprint going forward for this upcoming season, and I'm looking forward to it because I'm going to have a full season under my belt. And the next episode will be a panel discussion with some familiar faces and guests that have been on this podcast before previewing the Raptors season on the whole so be on the lookout for that my intention is to drop it on October the 17th possibly the 18th but definitely before tip-off Wednesday night for obvious reasons so until the next episode everyone please stay safe good people peace Thank you.